Hey everyone, welcome back to Peeling Back Money and Life. This is a great place to understand the multiple layers that money can play in your life and how we can maximize that money that comes into our lives. As your host, it is my mission to provide my perspective and experience and how we can maximize our lives today while we plan for the future. So in this week's episode, we're going to discuss how do you know how much is enough? Why is it so important to know your number? What you should be and shouldn't be focusing on? And then lastly, three types of people will be discussed. And those are the not quite yet, the just right, and the overflow. So let's start off with what you should not focus on to to determine if you have enough. You hear all these different rules out there in society, whether it's percent of salary rule, whether that's 70%, 80%, 90%, or some other number, depending on who's writing the article, i.e. 12 times the salary. Just throw all those arbitrary numbers out there, and I'll discuss more in specific detail why later, but those, those numbers don't apply to your specific situation. Maybe it comes out that it happens to be a certain percentage of your salary, but those arbitrary numbers for everyone across the board is not, not an accurate statement. Don't focus on the, you need $1 million or you need $2 million to, in order to retire. You don't, you don't need that either. It all depends on your specific situation. And then lastly, don't wait. You don't have to wait until you take Social Security. You don't have to wait until you take Medicare. You know, there's other options out there for you. Now, some people need to wait, but, but many people don't as well. So what should you be focusing on? You should be focusing on your personal situation, not what society is putting out there, not family, what, what family are doing, what friends are doing, what coworkers are doing or saying. You want to focus on your current expenses, i.e. your current lifestyle. We, I mean, we know that we all go through different stages in our life where spending looks a little bit different. Our early working career is different than, than family time, our post-family, part-time work versus no work, and traveling more of what, of what our retirement years may look like. Once we get a handle on our current expenses and what we kind of look forward to doing in the future, we can calculate our future expected expenses. So what do we want our desired lifestyle to be? And we want to be, make sure that we're factoring in taxes and healthcare and inflation and possibly a more active lifestyle early in our earlier years of retirement. And then it might kind of slow down, steady out as you get a little bit older. And then a bit of number that you may have heard out there is 4% using 4% of your portfolio. So of your retirement accounts, for example, retirement, non-retirement accounts that you can utilize that money in retirement. So what's 4% and we'll be discussing an example uh, later on in the episode. And then you want to bring in your other fixed income. So whether that's Social Security, maybe you have a pension, maybe you are still working part-time to help cover your expenses. Is there a cushion there? How much of a cushion? What, how much of a cushion is going to make you comfortable? And then are you ready to pull the trigger? So how much is enough? Well, I believe this is one of the most important services a financial planner can provide because it provides that peace of mind, that comfortability, that just like, yes, you are ready, you can retire, you can pull that trigger. So by you know showing you, not just telling you, but showing you how and why you do have enough and how you can make that happen. So step one, again, is identifying your current expenses. Step two, from your current expenses, 
identify your future expenses. So which ones will stay the same? What will increase and or decrease? What additional expenses may you expect? And can anything be subtracted from it? And then step three, you're continually looking and evaluating your current and future expenses projection and determine, do I have enough? Am I on track with my desired date to retire? Do I need to save more now or live more now? And how, you know, how, cause it's all about how much do I need to retire? And maybe you've, maybe it's a job that you just really have been dreading. Many financial advisors will boil down, boil this down to one rule of thumb, and that's the 4% sustainable withdrawal rate. And essentially this is the amount you can theoretically withdraw through thick and thin and expect your portfolio to last through your retirement years, whether that's 20, 30 years. If you stick to the 4% rule, how much can you withdraw annually from three different nest eggs? So for example, let's say you have a half million dollars. You could withdraw $20,000 a year using the 4% rule. You have 1 million, that's 40,000. You have 2 million, that's 80,000. So to figure out how much income you'll need in retirement, you want to take your estimated monthly expenses. So that's why it's important to get that, the, your current expenses down and then divide by that 4%. So for example, if you estimate you'll need $50,000 a year to live comfortably, you'll need 1.25 million going into retirement. 50,000, your expenses divided by that 0 0.04. And then you can add on there from your portfolio, you can add on your social security retirement benefits. You can add on your pension plans. You can um, add on any any work, full or part-time. So it's if you don't have the you know, 1.25 million, for example, in retirement accounts, what other source of income do you have coming in? And then when will that be coming in? Because maybe what you'll do is you'll withdraw from your retirement accounts for the first few years while your social security benefit builds up in number because the longer you wait for your social security benefit, the, the greater it's going to be throughout your lifetime. And so you might delay taking social security, withdrawing from retirement accounts until you want to, until you want to tap into your social security and that's okay. You just got to put those numbers, put those numbers down and figure that out how it's going to play out for you. So after you add it all up, if your total retirement income expenses exceed your predicted expenses income, you, you probably have enough. So let's kind of go through, you know, the three types of people. Um, you have the not quite yet, you have the just right, and you have the overflow. And we'll discuss why the overflow person might actually be in the worst spot. So the not quite yet person. When asked with most people about their, about their future goals, um, expenses, wants, etc. Most people really don't know what they want, but they do know what they don't want, and that is any less of a lifestyle than they have now. You know, can you can you relate to that? Do you do you want any less of a lifestyle than you have now going into retirement? Most people don't. Most people, I mean, most people don't delay gratification. That's why uh, there's many people out there that are not saving as much as they should be for retirement. So it's important to understand our current lifestyle costs if you don't have, you know, that number yet. Because that this this group of people, this person, not quite yet. They just they don't quite have that enough just yet to cover to cover their current expenses. But they need to. They may not have figured out what are their current expenses. How much are they off? 
And you know, what's your bottom number of making sure that you have no less to live on than that? Because you know, we always have things that we want, but what, what's that kind of bottom line number? And establish what you want your future lifestyle to look like. You know, going back to, you probably don't want it to look any less than it is right now. What are some things though that you've been putting off because of work, because of kids, just because of just being too busy? No, but it all comes back down to you gotta, you gotta define your current expenses first. And you can use just a, a simple um, current tracking spending, like a free tool like Mint. You can just use a simple spreadsheet, but you need to find something that will work for you. There's there's plenty of free tools out there. There's some that you can pay for as well, if that's the route you wanted to go. Um, if you And if you find yourself short, if you find yourself in this category of where, of where you would like to be, maybe you need to work full-time longer Maybe you need to go part-time for your first few years of retirement. Maybe you need to look at lowering your costs, your standards of living. So when you're looking at your, when you do your, your current lifestyle cost, is there any area in there that you're like, oh, I didn't know I was spending that much money. I mean, for us, it was eating out. So what, what is it? What is that? What is that kind of spot for you? Is it, is it shopping? Is it shoes? You know, what happened? What, what is it for you? Is it jewelry? So, do you need to downsize your house? Um, maybe I have, have a big chunk of equity that you could utilize. Do you need to be putting more money towards investments? Do you need to look at potentially increasing your income in one way? The, what you don't want to be counting on is winning the lottery, inheritance, or selling of a business. Those things are not guaranteed, and you don't want to be dependent on outside things that are outside of your control. You know, that, that just isn't, that is, isn't financial independence. That's financial dependence. That's the not quite yet, um, enough crowd. What about the just right? So this person or couple may take more risk than they need to, if they already have enough because they're the just right crowd. So they have enough, but have they identified their current and future expenses? Maybe they work, maybe they're working longer than they need to because they have enough but they're continuing to work because they don't know they have enough because no one's ever told them. Going back to that's what a, a good financial planner would do. Thus potentially they're, they're not living the life that they desire. They're not traveling, they're not spending as much time with grandkids, they're not relaxing and on and on the list goes on, whatever, whatever that happens to be for you. Maybe it's volunteering. Maybe they, they spend money and they feel guilty because they don't realize they have enough. Maybe they're cutting back and they're not living life to the fullest. Maybe simply they just don't understand that they can enjoy their money, their hard earned money that they've earned over these many decades. You know, and a financial planner can give them that peace of mind, give them that freedom, give them that permission, give them that financial security. And if they want to de-risk them if needed, or just simply say, you have enough. And you know, what do you want to do? with your money and your time that you do have. What is it all for? What is the purpose for it? Because we don't we don't want to just accumulate money and just accumulate for money's sake. We all there should be a purpose behind it. And then lastly the, the last crowd here is the overflow. So this person or couple is in one respect in the worst position. And you may be thinking, what? They have plenty of money. They're they're an overflow. Yeah. How long have they had plenty though? Has it been, have they been doing what they want to do? Have they been doing what they desire? Have they been living life to the fullest or begrudgingly going to work day in and day out? Instead, how long ago could they have called it quits? Was it, was it a year ago? Was it a month ago? Was it five years ago? 
and they could have been spending that time more with their family, more traveling, more volunteering, or whatever they wanted to do. What this person or couple may need help with um, from a financial planner is one that, hey, you have enough, you have plenty. Maybe it's being put on a, a spending program, you know, identifying again your current expenses, even though they have plenty, but help them to understand how how they can spend, how how much they can spend, how much, you know, give them, so they how much can they how much can they give away to charity or people or groups or it happens to be basically giving them permission, like, hey, you have 60, 60 eighty thousand coming in. And you only need forty thousand to cover your expenses. So you have a good twenty thousand cushion every 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 year to to be giving away if you want, or to be traveling, or whatever happens to be. So maybe get on a giver program. Um, they can be help with their estate money. Where where do they want their overflow to go to? Do they want to spend it during their lifetime, or do they want to leave some money to, to the heirs, to people, or or maybe to organizations that they feel very passionate about? So can help clients really leave a, a legacy with, with that, you know, and it's, so those are the kind of the three types of people you have the, the not quite yet, the just right and the overflow. And do you know where you sit? And if not, I, I encourage you to find that out. And, and just kind of wrapping up here, it's common for retirees to go through three different phases. You're going to typically have higher spending early on just because you're, you're more active in something new. Um, you're going to be doing those things that you've been, you've been putting off and you're going to go through kind of a modest spending period when you're not, not so active and then probably higher spending, um, near the end of life just due to medical and long-term care expenses. And, and the sooner you do this math, the more time you'll have the numbers to work in your favor, in your favor, the more time you can do the things that you want to do instead of going to work. If you don't like going to work, if you like going to work, perfect. If you, want, if you want to keep going and you have enough, that just gives you more money to give away or whatever you want to do with it. Uh, and remember, planning, planning is a lifelong process. It's not just like a, a one and done because we go through those different stages of, of expenses and living and how we want to live. Um, but and just remember, life is not a rehearsal. You know, you have precious time slipping away. And that's why this this episode, I think, is just so important of what is enough? How much is enough? Do you have enough? When when will you have enough? What do you need to make sure that you are you get to that number? Because you ultimately want to live the life of your dreams. And it's, and it's a good planner, how I look at my job, to give you that permission, to give you that information, to give you that knowledge, to give you that confidence, to give you that peace of mind, to hold you accountable to your desired lifestyle, both now and in the future that you can be the best version of yourself and you can live your best life. So my call to action to you is identify where, what category you are currently in, the not quite yet, the just right, or the overflow. Are you on the right track? How can you, how can you get there? So, so if you haven't get, had this ball rolling in your head and getting really numbers down on paper and sat down with a financial planner, I encourage you to do that. You know, whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, uh, my first meeting is free. So you can, and many, and many people's are, so you can interview multiple people, but I uh, just want to thank everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Peeling Back Money in Life. Please share this with three people right now if you think it's worth their time. Give it a five-star rating on iTunes so we can reach more people. And until next time, enjoy. And lastly, for the disclaimer, this podcast, this podcast is for educational purposes only, as anything that you find online. I only give advice to people I know their personal situation. 
and found knowing yours would be foolish to provide advice. For advice, consult with your experts in you have in your life, your accountant, your attorney, or financial advisor, especially people who know you and your situation personally.